welcome to another episode of Suburban Theology. It's a dialogue about theology, a discussion about doctrine. It's captivating, it's mesmerizing, it's inspiring. So come on, let's talk about it with your host, Josh and John. John's basement. <laughs> I live in a basement, Josh. You do. So, I mean, yes, we are. And we're back. <laughs> Coming to you live. Coming at you live. Skip the sea shanty. I don't know. Maybe we'll end on that. <laughs> yeah. That, that would, let's try to uh, play around. I'm going to get this off my finger and actually stick it on my person. There we go. Probably a good call. Yeah, I'm yeah. a little more consistent than my finger mm-hmm. waving around. So. We're here. We are here. We're doing it. Part five. We Number made it through five. two and a half months. It's going to be great. And it's finals week. Content, yeah. So forgive us so if. Forgive us if we sound kind of tired. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this is quite rapidly put together. Got to get this thing out. But, you know. Somebody. Gotta get it out like a pregnant woman. Okay. <laughs> you don't, you don't like I don't know analogy? about that one. <laughs> Gotta get it out. Like Taco Bell on a Tuesday night. Ah. Is that better? That is that more relatable to that's the audience that we are targeting? Hopefully. I well, not hopefully, but like I feel like that affects more people, you know? I don't know if I want to include a story because then it might uh, might end <laughs> derail we, our discussion. Should we already. end with the story? Should end the story. I got a Taco Bell story for y'all. Mm-hmm. Be ready. I'll Be come ready. to you live at the end of the show. So now you entice them to actually listen through the entire part. Yeah. Although you know, if they really just don't want to listen we'll to what see. we're saying, they just skip. I think to we the had end. three on the last episode. So hopefully we can get you're at not least to mention four. that. It's fine. My wife gets after supposed to tell people and the people are actually listening to your podcast josh sorry we have at least 50 she doesn't actually say just don't say a number (laughs) (laughs) i think that was the point she doesn't sound like that we have a number listening just don't say that you can just don't your friends i'm like all right i need some content honey so you can post on our instagram it's true so we need to hire a new, new social media person if you're looking for a social it. media position and you're totally willing to not be paid, let us know. <laughs> yes. Send us a DM yeah. on on the grams. Or Facebook. John got that pulled up last I week. I do. Yes. It's a, I don't I made it it's like a picture a of your bike. Page. Yeah, it has a picture of my bike, which I'm excited because it's like <laughs> nice out. And because we live in Minnesota and it's March. We don't really expect it to be this nice this early. And so I pulled my bike out and started it up. She fired right up. That's totally what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so back to what we're actually starting a, a the episode. lifestyle podcast. <laughs> I actually have something to do here. So, yes, as John mentioned previously, uh, it is finals week. And, I mean, 
Yeah. So life is a little hectic. Work for me this week was a little bizarre and more than I was anticipating, but that's fine. That's life in a nutshell. So forgive us on the front end if our content is a little less than what it normally is, which I guess doesn't say much since our content is all over the board to begin with. It is. Yeah. But we're just going to, should we just jump in? Just start slapping it. So this week we're just kind of doing some uh, overall discussion and thoughts mainly on uh, problems or cracks that are visible within the American church. Yeah. Or, yeah, churches, plural people, leaders, I don't know. American church leadership, let's just do that. All of the above. Everything, everything. Yeah, just the church in general. Yep, A to B. So one of the first, uh, I guess I wrote these all down, John didn't. Yeah, I didn't do any work this week. (laughs) I thought about it. I read it. I read it before we started. You did. You added one little line, but that was it. We never even sided with the content like (laughs) I even put down originally. You were just like, hmm, interesting. We should also include... I know, but Blank that's not on there anymore. No, I deleted it. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I didn't. I spaced it back. It's up on the top of the page. But, yeah, whatever. Ah. That's fine. Okay. So. <laughs> just totally sideline that one. First one. Churches becoming enterprises. Let's talk about it. Are you ready for it? I hope I'm not ready for it. Okay, the goal here <laughs> is we're just... Talking like, about it and by that, broad strokes. We're and not by that, into I it. mean, I hope uh, that doesn't happen. But I think that we... We're also not going to name drop anything. So we might no, say a location not. to where they might be located to give context, but not names. Yes. Because I think that's more appropriate. I feel like location might even be too much. Sure. How about this? I guess if people wanted to figure out, they're all smart individuals, so they can figure it out themselves. But there is a church that decided to buy an entire mall for $23 million. And their Mm. thought process was by buying a mall, they would generate uh, passive income, in the words of... uh, personal like finance things passive income to help support their local uh communities and missions i guess might be the other word that i'm outreach. thinking about yeah outreach yeah. program that's the most part of it so john your thoughts also this isn't the first time it's happened there's another church that did it a couple of years back but the price point was a little different okay. this one just kind of took the capstone that's why i threw it in there okay um I would be really curious to see, like, because that is a lot of money to just throw into yeah, something like that. Twenty-three million. Twenty-three million, and I don't know if that might, if I'm not sure if that's the best investment. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if because. There's so much room for stuff to go wrong there. What do you mean? What could go wrong? Well... With buying an entire mall. With buying an entire mall. Especially in a pandemic. Well, especially during a pandemic. Maybe that's why they got it for, I guess, cheaper than maybe what it could have been. Yeah, probably. But, like... Nonetheless. Is it going to be profitable? 
I would think so. Okay. You're gonna make money. I th- we'll I say think... we'll say there's like 114 stores in there. Okay. So they say like of you're gonna make money. Rent. But is that money actually gonna go to outreach? And how much of it's gonna cover mortgage initially? Exactly. I'm assuming they're gonna mortgage part of it, but then what's ever left over? Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. Like, I think. I think it could potentially be good. Like, it could be a good investment for the church. I don't know. And I don't know if that's... I don't know if that's what we should be spending our money on. How about in the broader context? Like, should churches be, like, working towards this? Having side hustles, per se? I mean, our church that we go to uh, has a daycare. I guess it's technically a separate entity. But also a furniture resale, furniture depot, like too. a secondhand store, kind of. Yeah. So I mean, our church definitely participates in it, not on the scale of an entire, an entire mall, mall, but but essentially the principles are the same. Yeah, and that's why I think it can work. Because I'm like, it's it's good in the sense that like, you're also providing jobs. Mm-hmm. And it's, and that's nice. And the daycare provides Christian the, education. Yep. So, I mean, yeah. Church so gets rent from them. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it has a lot of potential to go wrong, but I think if there's good leadership in place. <laughs> that's the key, is the potential. Yes. Key I, is the potential. I think if there's good leadership in place and... um and that it's being held accountable. Yeah. I think accountability has kind of diminished amongst leadership. You know oh, I mean? for sure. Oh, yeah, I got like another example to build off that one. Uh, currently, in an unnamed church, a lot they've got a bunch of multi-sites and things across a lot of places. And supposedly the pastors there would take tithe money, load them onto like prepaid cards and then buy like luxury brands or rent or car payments like they would just use tithe money to further their luxurious lifestyle in a way Hmm. so i mean there is that that's a rumor they're investigating it now like within the church the broader church of it that organization because they're like oh they shouldn't be doing that so yeah (laughs) What's going on? But I, I mean, it's kind of... A, and I think that's that's why accountability is so important. It's key, yeah. I think on the some areas, like as you mentioned previously, like, yes, it could go wrong. Because truthfully, time will tell. Mm-hmm. Like, whether or not that extra passive income does end up funding the missions mm-hmm. or going into the local community. Within, yeah. I would say, if it's a $23 million purchase and however much rent is... Like, they should be able to see results within three to five years of where that money's going. And in, like, certain areas, it might take longer, it might take mm-hmm. less. But generally speaking, you should be able to see the results from that purchase mm-hmm. <coughs> or investment. I think soon. The, the key, because the whole point is, is, is a church becoming an enterprise okay? Yeah? I, That's, I like, mean, the question. 
yes and no yeah because i mean jesus was a carpenter and like wherever he went that's kind of how they funded their mission was doing carpentry and and stuff yeah. like that like they like paul made tents mm -hmm. like they benefited from like people's generosity but at the same time they also like they worked, worked to fund their mission and hmm. do their endeavors so i mean i don't i'm not against it but i think the results is kind of where well i think the the time or the how you make a good decision in that sense is you focus on like you have your vision and your mission and if that decision does not line up with the vision or with your like mission statement yeah like if that's not not like connected to the mission statement then it's like, well, is that really, is that really being used to fulfill the mission? Mm -hmm. And so that's where you have to get to watch that. Yeah, I guess I can speak on our church's level a little bit, just because like we know some of the pastors and people running it. But like the furniture depot that they do, so people donate their furniture, mm -hmm. uh, and the church will essentially just flip it to create funds. It most of the people there volunteer outside of like one or two managers i think and yep. they're both part-time uh but they flip that in order to provide funds for their love and action ministry which essentially helps families that are in a financial squeeze mm -hmm. and need help so i guess on a so regular they'll basis like they'll buy them groceries or pay rent uh, pay or rent yeah gas coupon gas cards stuff yep. like that so they're there to like supplement families that either a experience like a loss of a job or a relative dying or something traumatic so that's where that ministry goes and then the daycare uh serves as to not only like provide christian education because there's nothing like it this side of the cities mm -hmm. uh to christian families yeah, so most of the money goes into covering uh operating costs yeah. so all of the teachers uh supplies rent etc I mean, everyone pretty much gets a point. And I think that they technically pay the church for, like, the usage of the space, but then the church throws that back into, like, supporting pastor salaries or, like, building yeah. maintenance because they were trying to do a lot of the painting and stuff this past year since no one's really in church. So That's a good <laughs> time to do it. Projects yeah. Mm -hmm. through that, but... I think that kind of ties in that. I mean, we could break down further, maybe for another episode. Yeah. Next one, slightly provocative. Uh, John doesn't like the term. I think it's fun. It, um, it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm scared to say it now. Now you're scared to say it? No. No, I don't I just don't want so. you to be like, <laughs> at the end of it. Well, oh, how about this? How would you coin it first? And then I will say my usage verbiage for it hmm. i don't know how i'd coin it it works like it's a little provocative but it works how would you put if you were to change the verbiage and put it into like layman's terms what would it sound or what would, what would the phrase be Just yeah, throwing Bible verses at people. All right. I called it a Bible beat-off. 
Sounds I do with Kobe, because I was still like, oh my gosh. I, I mean, I think it's, yeah, it's kind yeah. of funny. So but basically, throws them off there. Yeah, go for it. You, uh, Bible beat offs is just, <laughs> it's when you take, it's most you, of the time, you're a person, a person there not, you not necessarily you. Don't target you. anybody. Yeah, sorry, Josh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chiefy. <laughs> That's what I needed today. It's it's when someone, most of the time, the verse is out of context. Yep. Because they don't say any of the context. Yep. And they just pick out a, a Bible verse, and they're like, here. Do this. Do this. You're living sinful because of this, or you're doing this wrong because of that. Yeah. Or, or like, I don't if agree you do with this, your lifestyle, you'll or get... Theology mostly yeah. happens in theology groups because then all of a sudden you just start slapping verses around. Mm-hmm. Or uh, <laughs> like, I talked. What was it? a couple of my youth group students thought this was funny, but um, when someone says something like, "Oh, that's biblical," that that's kind of an indicator, <laughs> like. I will, not Did all you use the time. The term Bible beat off with your small group. No, I don't. Junior high boys. No, they would. Uh, <laughs> they would be laughing for weeks. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, like when someone's like, "Oh, that's biblical," and you know, you have to be careful because sometimes it's not biblical. Yeah, you gotta like fact check it. Yeah, and. Or just don't participate. This is something that I've kind of learned. I've gravitated towards because usually the people that will do this to you or another individual generally is like already geared to trying to have a fight, hmm. or like yeah. they are just wanting you to be wrong or wanting uh, their own. They want to push their own agenda, so it's not even worthwhile to try to like argue because yeah. it ends up just like worsening everything. Yep. Or at least in the circles where mm-hmm. I've had this happen, and I was I've always just like left really frustrated and discouraged, and I was like, you know what, it's not even worth interacting with them because there's no way that I'm gonna win. Or like, even, there's it's no way even I shouldn't a- even say I'm gonna win. There's no way that truth will prevail. I think would be the better way to put mm-hmm. it. Like, there's no you're not gonna find mutual ground because they just want you to be like, yeah, you're wrong or yada 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 um i guess i had this happen the other day with my wife actually got me really irritated to be truthful uh one of her co-workers at uh, her place of work wanted to do a double date with us and we're like all right that's cool i mean they met like once before that so i was kind of surprised they wanted to do a double date but that's not the point and then the next time that they met the lady sat down in front of her and then just like slow roasted her about our church being wrong and a mockery of Christianity and that we needed to go to their church in order to be like saved or like Hmm. whatever. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And then like the funny part was like, she mentioned some people that we're really close to and they're and I'm like, if they knew anything about those people, they would know that they've attended our church for the last, like, 12 years. Like, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hold on a minute. Let's, let's just think this through. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, what the heck? And then she brought up like all sorts of random verses and that didn't necessarily, actually, she, I don't think she did. But like she just accused and pointed fingers at things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the heck? And like, why? You know what, let's, <laughs> let's talk about I like this. How do you get under the I, gun? I like where this is going. Um, I've settled down a little bit since then. <laughs> I texted well, John right after yeah, it happened. Yeah, he did. It was, I was like, I, I was at hey. work and I was like, Let's throw him on the podcast. My, my first reaction was like, Let, let's let's get him on the podcast. Let's talk about this. And I need to calm down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I and and the reason behind that is not because I don't want to. You wanted a dry roast that no, clap back, right? I don't. <laughs> Actually, I'm glad no, no. Inside of well, I part of me does, but that's not. It's not the right. It's not the right thing to do. No, not to put him on live air. No, that's not. That's and that. That's not biblical. That's not. It's not what we're gonna do. I can tell you that now. I can't yeah. pinpoint the verse, but like, no, where's someone? If you someone's in the wrong, you approach them, bring them into private. Talk to him about that. Yep. If that doesn't work, bring another person with that has witnessed it, can mm-hmm. help, yeah, and approach the person in private, yep. all in private. If that doesn't seem to turn the tide, you bring the person into like the church or the community and yep. they try to uh, support try them. Try to resolve the issue. Yeah, and like bring restoration. That's yes. the key. Restoration. Restoration. Key. And Through so- Christ and scripture. And here's when people start arguing between the churches, my mind always goes to the same thing. And I'm like, why, like, when people are like, oh, my church is better than your church, or like, you should come to my church because your church is wrong. I'm like, if, if the church, if one of the churches is wrong, it doesn't matter which, wouldn't, so, like, we're on the same team. The goals should not be different of each church. True. It's Matthew eighteen fifteen, by the way. Just awesome. Wanted to, wanted to say that so yeah. I can actually have some back no, in there. Credibility. But, yeah, not that like Bible says so. Like, it's what the Bible says. No, believe it. Believe it. Trust oh. me. I interpreted it correctly. But yeah, it's usually if the person's in sin. So yeah. Or needs reconciliation or however you want it. Depends on what And I think the takeaway we're on the same team. So like Yeah. We all are and and I think when we start arguing with each other and a lot of times it's little things. Yeah, it's petty stuff. Like your church does this thing and my church doesn't. Like uh, what's an example? It's a good old human condition. Yeah. Our church has free coffee and donuts. Yeah. Other churches might not. Some churches don't. And like... It's not some, why I attend our some church. Some people... But. <laughs> but that's why some people attend attend churches. Hey, you know what? So if so, if a church door. does not have coffee and donuts, some people won't go. And I'm like, true. if you're going for the coffee and donuts, why are you going? Coffee and donuts. But that should not be the reason, should it? 
That wasn't a question. That was a statement. You're right. As long as the men's ministry has a bacon breakfast once a month, that's all the reason you need to go to church. <laughs> right there. Might be heresy, but... <laughs> no. It's not right. <laughs> no. no. Why should we go to church, Josh? You're asking me. I asked you. Is that rhetorical? Huh? No. no that's asking oh, you. I clicked the wrong document. Why should we go to church? Why should we go to church? To further not only uh, the kingdom of God, but find fellowship and learning together or interacting or having an experience as a community of followers with God. That's how I would sum it up. That was a nice little sum up. I like that. So, because God wants us to be, we were meant to be in community. Yes. That's how we stay the accountable. That's how we grow because it pushes us. Uh, iron sharpens iron. I think that, I don't know where that one is, but um, off the top of my head, sorry. But like we were meant to be in a community, and like as a community, following Christ, that's where we grow, that's where we learn, that's how like the real church is united under that one banner, and that's where, that's why we should be going to church, not for free coffee or donuts, or because it's got an awesome one dude or an attractive or like guitarist. Yeah, or uh, <laughs> when we met uh, one of our friends, it was at a junior high Christian camp. <laughs> and one of the little girls, so the guy, our friend, he's a drummer, and so he was drumming on the worship team when oh, we yeah. met him. And one of the little girls <laughs> comes up to one of us leaders, and she goes... Can I go talk to the hot drummer boy? <laughs> Don't be old. We're not uh, really good friends. Yeah, we we didn't know him, <laughs> and we were like, uh, "He seems alright." Sure. <laughs> I wasn't a part of that. That. Trip. No, you weren't there. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's when I met him. Yeah, but that that was hilarious. Souls, what? I was out saving souls. You hey, that's what I was doing, except at a camp. It's true. <laughs> I actually don't remember what I was doing. Yeah, but that's that's how we met. Yeah, who we'll have on the podcast sometime. Yeah, he'll come we'll, on. We'll, we'll yeah, yeah. Before it makes his venture. All right, do you feel like we summarized Bible beat offs? I I think we did. Or do you want to go into it a little bit more? And well, I mean we can. We got time. We got time. Might as well. We have each other. We do have each other. What, what else wow, that got want? really... It got weird. It got weird real quick. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Need some holy water after that one. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> like... It's pre-blessed, don't worry. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Just, All right, Bible beat off. What were you going to say? We're, we're... What was I saying? I don't know. Mm, okay. Well, you want to go more in depth than this. I said, did you want to? I was going to move on to the next subject, man. Oh, okay. Well, Bible beat-offs, don't do it. Or if you do, back it with context and scripture and explain it. You maybe talk to one of your pastors or spiritual leaders or guide people first if you're going to yeah, try to do something. Yeah, and always, like, if you're just going to throw a verse at somebody. Don't just start whipping people with... Like, Words. it should not be to 
it should not be to be right or correct them. It can be it can be to correct them, but you have to do it in a loving way. You can't put them down at all. Like it should be um oh shoot. It's really how you There's a Bible verse. Do it. <laughs> Cuz I mean this this element the way like slamming verses on people, it is not appropriate. I, mean, I guess maybe not appropriate. It won't make sense to people that aren't of the same religion. Yeah. Like, if you approach someone who's an atheist and you just start whipping out verses or something at the guy, they're going to be like, why? That they're going to be like, why? what the heck does Especially that mean? Especially in, like, the modern setting, since we're post-modernistic, people don't necessarily believe. They might believe in an entity or something, mm-hmm. or they might not believe at all. Like, we really need to gear the evidence of it like the christian apologetic side of it more than just like yo this dude matthew from two thousand years ago wrote this down this is why you should believe the same thing i believe like that's just not i don't think it's not gonna work no. mine some it, i guess it depends on like if you want to bring into election but well, um, you could. there's a lot to it because you can't i don't i don't think that you can explain the gospel to someone in one sitting in a sense in a way that they will understand it to the point of like well I mean we can't really fully understand it but understand it in a hmm, understand it to salvation if that makes sense because we're called to teach preach and disciple yeah that's that's and discipling takes time. Yes, it does. A lot of time. ain't no McDonald's drive-thru. No. And that's, I think, that's how a lot of people use Bible beat-offs. They're like, you need to believe this. They're like, you this. should do this. And they're like, that's discipleship. And I'm like... I'm saving you. That's not at all what discipleship is. You have to explain things. To people. people. Like, you can't take the gospel as just like this is the gospel here you go they're not going to understand it yeah. you have to dive in and be like this is why the gospel is important that's why it makes sense it's why why it happened the way it did yeah and like there's so much background like if 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 the gospel was the only part of Christianity, then why do we have the rest of the Bible? Yeah, I think the tides have changed a little bit compared to like the means of how we present the gospel uh, than what it was even a hundred years ago. Because mm-hmm. uh, we did some Gallup polls and studies, like even I guess what was it? Let me find it here. Like 10 years ago, or 20 years ago, 90% of people of any age group had a religious affiliation, whereas currently it's only 77%. Mm-hmm. So that's a 13-point drop in 20 years. Whereas before, in those times, biblical times, everyone believed in something. So like the element of like moving or converting someone from, like say, paganism, where they already believe in a God to, like, the truthful God because Jesus was around literally, like, 
when that was happening. Yep. Um, like it was an easier transition. I'm just spitballing thoughts here, but like it was an easier transition for them to just switch. Be like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. He happened, or Jesus was there. He was doing things. His disciples were like, I knew him personally. Yeah. And like so on and so forth. And like it was still a highly religious high belief in some sort of god whereas today those percentages are dropping like nowadays people that have like no religion or any don't really know or accept any religion is about 24 percent of the u.s population so i think we this is just a thought we need to come at it with like logical things because we are also fortunate to have a lot of education yep. so people are a lot more logical minded so yeah. if it doesn't make sense to them they're not gonna like believe they're not gonna want to they'll be like okay matthew wrote this two thousand years ago like okay a guy wrote about like someone also wrote about alexander the great like what's the difference people yep. wrote about allah or uh what's what is ishmael ishmael I can't think of the Buddha, whatever. Buddha. There we go. Do yeah. that one. So, like, if they're like, oh, like, okay, like, there's the other religions, they're also written about, like, what's the difference? Like, okay. Yeah. But if you're like, hey, let's talk about, like, redshift theory, where the universe actually had a point of explosion, essentially. Uh, and that's how it is. It didn't just happen, it wasn't friction or whatever. Like, this is why there is an intelligent designer. Mm -hmm. Someone caused this to happen, and science backs it. Yep. They'll be like, oh, hold on a minute. We didn't just come from monkeys? Yep. <laughs> like, they'll be like, I'm more curious now. Like, yeah. how this makes more sense. Mm -hmm. And then that curiosity will almost further their drive yeah. to yeah. figure it out instead of just... And like if you if you just threw out the gospel right away, mm -hmm. they'd be like, uh, "That doesn't make any sense," <laughs> and they're not going to listen anymore. Yeah, they'd be like, "Ends." They'd be like, "Oh, that's," especially if you're like pushing it mm -hmm. onto somebody. People don't like, like to be pushed to believe something. They're like, yeah. "Why do I need a savior? I can provide everything I need." Mm -hmm. That's another postmodern thought that flies around they're like i can provide for myself what's the point yeah which like falls into uh God? individualism postmodernism both both i would i would put individualism more as like it's about me oh or yeah like, you're right you're right josh is better with the big words <laughs> or postmodernism is like you move past that but that's just my little thing i guess i'll need to study it more in depth than what we have done <laughs> which has not been much but we've done we yeah well i'd like to think we know our stuff but we could be very wrong it could also be very right yes we could also so, need some guidance we could also need guidance as well. And so, this is an opportunity for you guys that if you disagree with us 
or Shoot us a DM. have something interesting to talk, talk about, about it. like let's like and we are not gonna we're, we're not gonna Bible beat you up, beat off <laughs> we're no. gonna throw Bible beat offs at you like we're gonna we'll look into them we'll talk about it we'll talk we'll about it, it it will give us material to work with it will the thing is we just wanted to create a platform to where we could talk about this stuff so if there were disagreements we could address that in a way that isn't like you mentioned a bible uh, just a beat off but like the thing is like if we are wrong we will freely admit that like oh, we yeah. are in the wrong or like it will just probe us to dive deeper into the material and actually which, seek the truth yeah. of the actual question which like so if if you guys think we're wrong, please say something. Because we, we don't want to be wrong. <laughs> or mislead people. Yeah. Which, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, I don't want to mislead people. No, we don't. And I, I want to stress that we do not, like, we don't want to put anyone down. Mention any names. Yes. Unless you're John, then we throw out your no. name all the time. Yeah. Or Chiefy. I, literally, only you call me Chiefy. I like that. You call everyone Chiefy, though. I do. It's bad. I'll do that on like Facebook Marketplace when I'm trying to sell things. <laughs> Thanks, Chiefy. Oh, Thanks, Chiefy. <laughs> They're like, uh, my name's Jan. <laughs> uh, well, my bad. Wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. So, all right. I guess we've got one uh, time for one more unit unit discussion. One more topic, I guess. So let's do concert culture. That's Mm, kind of fun. That is so Sunday services being a large production instead of a personal connection or community based. Uh, This kind of ties in a little bit more to like what we just touched on with individualism a little bit Mm -hmm. where like you just attend like you go there because like worship's rocking sermons on point but then that's it like you just leave they've got the smoke they got the the lights they got the sound they got the content but then afterwards you're like well that was fun kind of like going to a concert and then you just go back to your normal life back to life so I mean it's kind of an I guess it's kind of a dying breed now. Back in like 2014, 2015, this was really kicking off and a lot of churches moved to things like this. Whereas I think nowadays people have kind of turned away from it. They're like, wow, this really doesn't like, isn't, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Sustainable. It's It's not a sustainable sustainable. culture to try to attain. But, I mean, yeah. I worked in a church that kind of had something along these lines. Like, they put a lot of effort into that. Not so much with, like, small groups. Partly, I mean, you could t- sort of get away with it. Uh, technically, if you couple it heavily with, like, small groups or community-based ministries. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't necessarily think that it will be as su- uh, sustainable, but just a personal yeah i i i really don't know (laughs) good i will fully say that because i like i've seen a little of that and like in regards to it not being as prevalent right now as it was like 
five, six years ago. Yeah. I have no clue. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's, like, I guess we're a little behind on the topic of it, but like time wise, but I mean, I thought it'd be a cute and interesting thing to discuss. Huh? Well, yeah. Like, we'll talk about it still, but I. So, my opinion is just that it has no backing with research or whatever. <laughs> COVID on this did throw topic. a wrench in things when it yes. comes to this topic. I think COVID definitely exploited things. I think or it exposed. It, I think it word. exposed things mm-hmm. that, and it's kind of it's it's. I think it's good, and obviously it's bad too. Like, people are dying. That's bad. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, no, you don't want. But I think for that. the church as a whole. It has, because the people that are going now are the people that really want to be there. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's giving the church, like, a more accurate view of who's in. Yeah. Because COVID really provided the means for people to church shop. Yep. Through the internet, they could just go so online, just live and stream at, anything. If yeah. some churches could, and unfortunately, some could, churches could not make that transition, so like they really got hurt through the thing. But I mean, from what I've heard and some other uh, pastors that we've spoke with, like their online numbers have like never been higher. Not only because like they made the switch, but like above what they normally did, because we had online services before COVID. Yep. And then even with COVID, the first couple months that it happened, their numbers were fairly regular. But then towards the end, like our on-campus or on-site volume would grow. But then our online services were just like popping to where like it was actually above what our normal viewership was. Mm-hmm. Like as, like yeah. total people, people at the church was. And I was like, how did we manage to attain that? Yep. Like, our church isn't necessarily super huge, but, like, all of a sudden we've got, like, six to 700 people watching online weekly on the Sunday service. We're, like, we still have yeah. maybe well, a few there's hundred. An, that's <laughs> the other aspect, though. It's like, hold on a minute. Because are they are they watching because of the concert culture? We both know our church is not really... Huh? I know our church is not very... <laughs> concert like it's i mean they made well yeah i guess on our church no we've also had a lot of transitions in the worship sector yes the last six years yeah to where like and it wasn't because like poor leadership or anything but just a lot of unfortunate circumstances happened to people in that position yep and one of the one of our pastors i was there for like two or three years his wife ended up getting brain cancer and they wanted to move back to where their family was for more support, so they left. Yep. And then another one wanted to spend more time and like homeschool their kids, so they left. So it wasn't like it wasn't rah. any issues <laughs> yeah, with like, the church itself. Oh. It was just like, you know, it was it it was time for them to be done there, you know? Yeah, and they like moved. and there wasn't anything it wasn't yeah i mean i still talk to them regularly yeah through like facebook which is a wonderful way to connect with people i'm like it yo really how are you doing in iowa yep like things are going well and i'm like okay okay yeah 
I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, we like meet them every time if we ever travel down there or hang out with them. Or like you'll have dinner with like our family or their family. Or I guess it's usually him. Like he'll come up and have dinner with us if he's mm-hmm. ever in the area. So I mean, like everyone's on good terms. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, we never, I guess, had the ability to reach that. And I don't think. I don't think we've ever, like, I don't, I don't think that's been a desire no. of the church, of our church. I mean, they definitely. I I think kept more up to date with like songs, but I mean, I I wouldn't say confidently that like. That's never that been. Ever that's never <laughs> been the center of no. a Sunday morning. Has never been like. Let's like, have yo, great music so we can have a lot of people. No, it's it. been more like. That's the hook. Let's talk about Jesus and have people. Yeah, we have a lot of outreach sort of yeah. basis. So, yeah, I don't know. I, like, that one's kind of an interesting one because, I mean, yes and no. I mean, if you really want to get into, like, biblical type of things, most churches are, like, 20 to 40 people at the time just scattered around, like, an entire city. We but there's a bunch of them. They're like those, house churches. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. House churches. And then they would have like some sort of leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you it's do not have, on the like, scale where we are here. And, and you have to take into account like. They're, they're also being persecuted. They're being persecuted. So they wanted to meet in private so they wouldn't get and killed. their cultural background was completely different. Mm-hmm. Like and I think that's actually one of the really cool things about the American church is like how many different cultural backgrounds there are. We're quite the melting pot. We really are. And I think it's cool because, like, every culture does it a little different. And I think that's sweet. Like... Yeah, it's interesting. It is. Or how they just interpret the Bible. Like, it's wild. Because, like, was it Ethiopia, if they read, like, the, the travel, or not the travel, the narrative of Jesus being born, like they supplement parts of their own cult, like culture, into reading it. Where like we just take it as Mary, Joseph, she's pregnant on a donkey. They go to a mm-hmm. an inn, but they like add people because like when people are about to give birth, like their culture just like it's a party, like, like everybody's there, everyone's there. So like they, call up the cousins, yeah, they, the like, aunts, the uncles. References or context to it, but like their culture, they just backed in. Like so, like when Mary was going down to Bethlehem, like man, she had like a whole entourage with her. It was like a and wedding it, party. Yeah, and I was like, hold <laughs> on a minute, <laughs> with the baby Jesus. Oh, mm-hmm. so like oh, it was oh, a yes. unfet, as they say in Haiti. Ah, uh, yes. So unweet. Yeah, no, that's a different no. one. Mm, Fet is a party, I think, if mm. I remember correctly. So we hit our time for this week, so yes. Yeah, so we're going to wrap it up. We're done. As always. Tell somebody you love them. Love God, love people. Love God, love people. I was going to say follow our Instagram. Oh, that too. And, like, you know, we're on Spotify. We're Tell on, them about it. Give we're us five on stars. Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Google Podcasts, everything, everywhere you want to be, we're probably at. Yeah, or if like you can't find it, just Anchor. Yeah, we're on Anchor. Anchor I think we're is on, like, the Podbreaker too, or like we're on like seven different sites now. Yeah, but, like we're there. So tell mm-hmm. us about it, share it, word it. Maybe we'll do a giveaway or something. I don't know. 
But that's Depends. a good idea. We'll just give you a high five and a firm handshake. Yeah, if if we see you, and if you see <laughs> us, we'll ship one to you. We'll. we'll how would I will. You? <laughs> I will draw John's hand on a piece of paper, <laughs> cut it out. I really ship hope it. someone takes us up on that. I hope so. <laughs> ship so it. And oh. then I, you just have to. You'll you have can, John's hand. You can mount it on your wall. That can if you be really worth want something to. one day. Hey, John's you never hand. know. Probably not. But hey, one could only think. And I, don't, I don't think that's what we're here for. No, um, <laughs> it isn't. Not at all. Yeah. It's just kind of fun to mess around so, a little bit. Love God, love people. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go do something. Be productive. Be, yes. Be productive. And Be proactive. Pray for us for finals. <laughs> yeah, wait to include that little <laughs> prayer time. Hey, we need prayer too. We do. Yeah. So. Also, if you have prayer requests, let us know. Let us know. Hit us up on all the socials. I work Facebook, at a job where I don't have to think, so media. I have plenty of time to pray. Yeah. If you ever want to talk, let me know. I've got. Oh God, I'm open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have a good week. Buenos nachos. Buenos nachos. Or whatever time of the day it is over there. Have a good after morning. Good evening. <laughs> good afternoon. All right, the time All right. tab and type of thing. Okay, well, All right, we're going to actually, right. we're done. Buenos okay. dias. Adios. Guten tag. Good Logan. Go love Jesus. Buenos nui. Love people. Love God. Yeah. Find John a lady friend. Amen. Or met. <laughs> a woman. No. <laughs> you never know. Uh, wait, what? Hey, that's no in legislate. Like, that was a thing. That's... A woman. I mean, like, man, you gotta, like, that guy's been, like... I thought, his I thought we were, on the I, subject. I thought we were wrapping this up. Yeah, what I'm happened? still recording. You were still going. <laughs> that was kind of fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Let it be said. Let it be said. English translation. Bye. Adios. Buenos dias. Au revoir. <laughs>